This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Monster Squad. The end of the world starts at midnight. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. Horse noise. And I'm Troy. Yeah. The horse is gone. Yeah, that's all we get from him is this. Horse noise. Yeah, so get used to that. It also apparently has some crickets under it for some reason. Uh, well. (laughs) That's fair. I could explain it, but I don't care enough to. Nice. Yeah. Oh, he hasn't put poop noise up here yet for me. No, not yet. Yeah. I have to remember where that came from. Christian. Uh, uh that was Sharknado. Christian, find that for me. I'm, Christian, start with Sharknado. I'm pretty yeah. sure there's a I'm saying uh, there's a clip of uh, Horse Lanta saying poop noise in there. Yeah, give I me. Remember, uh, Lady Sadie commenting on it. I thought she th- she thought that was great. Uh, give me a timestamp, or somebody else. If somebody else wants to do it and try to usurp uh, Christian as the person we bother, um, ooh, and they they could uh, fight like uh, like a mock style in uh, Star Trek. Those old scientists. Yeah, yeah. We can have more than one. In- we can afford to not pay more than one intern. That is true, but we can't pay them in fun because we don't have that much fun to go around. No, no. Because Christian deserves every drop of fun we can afford to give him. Anybody who reps the Nip Orb t-shirt to that degree. Yep. <laughs> well, considering he helped design it, I thought he should uh, he should have a, a, a should he should have a shirt so he does not die from exposure. <laughs> but we watch Monster Squad. As suggested by some asshole. I'm an asshole. Was it me? <laughs> You are the asshole today, Chris. Hooray! <laughs> yes, that 80s classic that Horse Lanta still has not seen. <laughs> yeah, Matt yelled at him. Yeah, Matt, seriously, get on his ass about it. Email him directly. I know you know his email. It's like B-R-E, a bunch of T's, E-L-I-O, a bunch of T's, and some numbers. Yeah. At gmail.com. Yeah, so just put that into your uh, Google Translate or whatever. Yeah, we're not through AI. It'll be fine. Chat GPT will tell you what his, his email address is. I kind of hope it doesn't. Yeah, I don't think any of them listen to it. So listen to this. So I've been using Chat GPT to send fast fives to uh, Apropos Nothing podcasts for a while now. I'm pretty sure they don't listen to us. A hundred percent certain they don't, and that's okay. And that's why I said it because they don't know who's been sending them, and I have not revealed myself. So. They might suspect me, but they don't know. Excellent. Yep. Got to troll somebody. That's true. So, uh, speaking of trolling, Chris, tell us about this movie that you requested for us. Well, we start off in the olden days. Ye olde timies. And 
the Universal Studios monsters yes. are attacking uh, Van Helsing and his team? Abraham Van Helsing and his team of guys with torches and no pitchforks. Yeah, they were ill-prepared. Yeah, you gotta have the it's torches and pitch, pitchforks, not or pitchforks. Yeah. And they're trying to stop the monsters. Yes, because there is a gem that shoots laser light out of it. And they have a young girl read a scroll in a language at uh, it. German? It is German. We find out later it's German. I don't know German, so I didn't know it was German when I heard it. Yeah. And they're using the the amulet or pendant or whatever it is. The it it's I mean and it's like shooting like laser lights out like it's like a fucking Pink Floyd concert. Yeah. It's the Pink Floyd diamond. Shine on. Mm-hmm. Et cetera and so forth. It's a crazy diamond. And it goes well? Poorly? Ish. Well, they do say in the tile card at the beginning that the Van Helsing fucks up. Yeah. Because so they while they're fighting the universal monsters, they start they have the lady, the girl, not lady, the girl reading the scroll of German. And then, like, skeletons start coming up out of the stone floor. And anytime the floor tilts, like, more than, like, three degrees, the guy goes flying off of it. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, but then, when she finishes the scroll, a vortex opens up in the room and just starts sucking everybody into it. Yeah. All y'all. But not not everyone, because I think... What, Dracula escapes, right? Uh, Dracula does escape. Although, I think he was the only one in there that they were chasing. I don't remember seeing any of the other monsters. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, but he escapes. And then we cut to present day. Well, by present day, you mean like 1987. Well, yes. Present day for the movie. Whenever it came out. 36 years old now. Yikes. <laughs> that movie's old enough to have another movie. That movie had several movies and probably a failed marriage. <laughs> it and could be that, a grand movie at this point. <laughs> and now we're in 1987. I, I'm going to say California. I don't know. There's palm trees. It's California. Yeah. And we meet up with a couple of kids at the principal's office, I think. Yes. Yes. You have the kid who's wearing the shirt that says, literally says, Stephen King rules. That's a great shirt. (laughs) 10 out of 10. And then you have Sidekick. Yeah. Because literally, that is his character is, I'm Sidekick. And the principal is getting on him about things. Well, because they're in science class. Yeah. They were in science class, and they were apparently not paying full-time attention in science class because they were busy drawing monsters. 
And the kid's like, that's not monsters. That's like, I think they're working like on a comic book or something. Or they're like, they've been telling each other stories about some, some monster that they were drawing in class. But yeah. basically the, the teacher is boring and has a weird shaped head and they were drawing their own, their original create their original creation monster, their OC monster. Yeah. And the principal tries to reassure them that he's hip, he's cool, he's down. Yeah, he's a funky, he's a hoopy fruit. He can dig it. Yeah, he's down with Funk Town. And they he's leave. very white. Yeah. yeah. He's very white and old. And then we come to Horace. Yeah, and uh, movie shows its age a little bit. Yeah, they drop the bad f bomb, which is not the fu- which is not fuck, um, and because I think we established previously that you know fuck is good, the other one is not. True. Um, yeah. Um, also, is the boy the boy kid like was on the Wonder Years or something? Yeah, he's the older brother. Yeah, I don't. I never really watched the Wonder Years, but like that kid still looks familiar just from the fucking commercials for it. The original Wonder Years, not the reboot one. Yeah, the Fred Savage. Yeah, because that's the world we live in, where everything that's happened has already happened again. <laughs> Except for um, Boy Meets World, because they had a, the the reboot series was Girl Meets World, because it was their daughter. It's Topanga's. The, it's the Topanga's same thing. and whatever's daughter. The fuck uh, is Fred Savage's? What's that character's name in that? Uh, Josh. I don't fucking I don't know. know. Mister Feeney also, I don't think, was teaching at that point. Uh, Mister Feeney died in 1997. Oh, yeah, in a fatal car crash with a self-driving car. Yeah. Ironic. <laughs> I guess I don't. I don't know if that's he ironic. The, he was the voice of Kit in Knight Rider. Really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. You never noticed that? Holy shit, the first time I heard I saw Boy Meets World, I was like, why does that guy sound like Kit? Oh, because he is, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Huh, no shit. Oh, man. Yeah, Knight Rider was a huge part of my childhood. So I hear yeah. it now that you said it. Right? Uh, like, almost immediately when you said that, I was like, oh, nope, that tracks. Yeah, that was, but that was the joke I was making, Chris. I'm glad that everyone now likes it more than it's been explained. Explaining a joke is the hallmark of this podcast. <laughs> That's true. That or fucking it up completely like my knock-knock joke last episode. <laughs> They're hard, the structure of a knock-knock joke. <laughs> I have trouble with haikus, too, so it's fine. That counting. Limericks. Yeah, I've said it once, and I'll say it again. Math is for cowards. That's right. Uh, so anyway... Uh, Wonder Years bully bullies Horace, calling him uh, the bad F word and uh, calling him fat, fat kid. Yeah. Which I, up. everybody kind of calls him that, but it's only okay if his friends do it, I guess. Which, sure. Well, his friends quickly stop once he's like, dude, my name is actually Horace. And they're like, oh, okay, Horace. We just knew you as fat kid before. And, uh, as the bullying is happening, and they the tear cool- up his Wonder Woman co- his comic, Wonder Woman comic, yeah, 
And uh, the cool kid shows up. You can tell he's cool because he's got a leather coat and smokes during during fucking junior high. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. He lights a fucking match off of his loafers? <laughs> I think they were boots. They look like loafers to me. I don't know. I think they were like motorcycle. I thought they were motorcycle boots. Eh, maybe. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to swear to that. <laughs> and the bully kids recognize him as a real badass who's not to be fucked with. Yep. And his name is Rudy, which is the least badass name they could have given him. Yeah. But nonetheless, that is his name. But he's, he's like, he stands up for his boy, Horace. Yeah, he's like, hey, Horace, what's up? And they're like, you know him? He's like, yeah, he's my friend, Horace. And then, so they, but they had knocked a candy bar out of Horace's hand and stepped on it. And then Rudy's like, I don't know, you look hungry, bully kid. Why don't you eat that candy bar? And bully kid's like, nah, it's not my candy bar. He's like, and Rudy's like, it is now. You're going to eat it. Yeah. We're going to have problems. Do you not see me smoking cigarettes in junior high school? You better do what the <laughs> fuck I say. He's like, yeah, you better you better pick up that candy bar and eat it now. Yeah, and he does. And he looks unhappy about it, and all the kids are like, because, uh. <laughs> you know, they're fucking junior high kids. And then we uh, we cut over to the, the other two, what were in trouble earlier, boss and yeah. sidekick. Yeah, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, I don't know. And they're uh, having a chat, and Horace runs up, and he's like, Hey, guys, Rudy made a kid eat a filthy candy bar for me, so he should be in our club. Club, yeah. Is this when they're outside the scary German guy's house? Yeah. They're like, trying to like dare each other to like go up and to, like, knock on his door, but of course. Did I never... Okay, so I grew up in the country, so we never had, like, it's the scary old lady's house or scary old man's house. Like, how dare you to go up and ring his doorbell? Like, did you, like, have that in when you were a kid? Uh, we had the chicken lady. Yeah. She was a lady who, the story goes, I don't recall if this is true, because I was a child. But Fair. she she had chickens in her car. And, like, live and they, chickens in her car. Yeah, it sounds like bullshit now that I say it out loud. Okay. But that was the story. story, She had fried chickens in the summer. And her house was all like overgrown. Her supposed house. Don't know if it was actually her house. And she was the uh, town eccentric, let's say. Mm. And that was always the story was like, that's the chicken lady's house. And it's like... uh, full-on hoarders episode in there and it's full of like chickens and dead kids and the dildos or whatever like (laughs) what chicken dildos yeah whatever a kid thinks is horrifying in like 1995 i always find these like honestly i I legitimately find these stories fascinating Uh, you know like just uh, so listeners if you had like a house that was like the scary whoever's house Please let me know. I want to hear it because I love that stuff. Yeah, tell us your local uh, folk tales. Yeah, we didn't have because like we didn't have one because like I lived like within a mile of my house 
maybe 40 people lived. So it was hard to have like scary old man Snyder's house or whatever. Yeah, we had the chicken lady and we had Tiger. Tiger was a legit homeless dude that just wandered around all the time. Okay. Tiger was cool. I got drunk with Tiger a couple of times back in the day. Was was he the one that taught you about the the potted meat trick? Uh, No, that was when I was in Kansas. Tiger kissed my mom on the mouth one day. That was fucked up. Mom didn't care for it. I imagine not. Mom was always nice to Tiger. And I met with her after she got off work. We were going to go do a thing. And Tiger was there when she got off work. And Tiger said, you're always so nice to me. And then kissed her on the mouth. And not in like a gross way, in like a just like a a weird hobo uh, compliment way, you know? Like, yeah, you know, like, like like you do the hobo kiss. Yeah, we all know about the hobo kiss. Yep, and mom was like, "Thanks, Tiger." That was unnecessarily <laughs> damp for some reason. <laughs> Got to lick your lips ahead of time. Oh, Tiger. <laughs> yeah no but seriously listeners let me the feel free to post them in the general channel patreon channel if you're patrons whatever i i would love to hear them email them to the email address we'll provide later slaughterhouse princess podcast at gmail.com or now it was slightly later like a second it was later yeah. fair enough uh so yeah so they're they're outside scary german guy's house who probably eats babies or whatever yeah, German shit. Yeah. Uh, and, but, and uh, Horace tells them they gotta bring Rudy in the club, and they're like, Rudy probably doesn't even know anything about scary stuff. Yeah. So th- oh. they- and we're also introduced to uh, uh, Boss's little sister. Yeah, it's like Penelope or some shit. Phoebe. Yeah, like I said, Penelope or some shit. Yeah. Oh, god damn it. I was gonna make a joke using oh Ursula. Her name is Ursula. Okay, I don't I don't understand, but that's fine. That's a it's a friend's joke, Chris. I don't explain why I don't understand. <laughs> Phoebe's twin sister who did porn's name was Ursula. Wait, what? No, and friends. Phoebe's uh Phoebe had a twin sister, and she was do and she was doing porn, so everyone thought Phoebe was doing porn, <laughs> and her name was Ursula. And uh, she goes to like yell at Ursula on set, and she's she's like tells she yells at Ursula, then she yells at you, that guy with that thing. <laughs> so there's an episode of Friends where one of the friends busts into a porn set. Well, opens up the I mean like opens up a door and yells in. You don't see the porn set, sadly. Weak. Yeah, but it, I mean it was '90s primetime television, Chris. They weren't gonna have like. People like raw dogging it on screen. I guess. Although it was the '90s, they would have used been using condoms, but still, it it wouldn't show that either. I think porn could be elevated if you had a like live studio audience, like a sitcom from the '90s. There you go. Anyway, tell us tell us about the. Oh, it's called The One Where Chandler Can't Cry is the name of the episode. Obviously. Oh, it's using Phoebe's name, too, which is even better. So that's Season 6, Episode 14, folks. Season 6, Episode 14. I want to make sure I said that right. 
That's good. We want to make sure we have our Friends facts accurate. I was afraid I said season 16, which I don't think Friends actually got to, thankfully. So they meet up at the clubhouse. Yeah, which is like a... It's a sick-ass clubhouse. Yeah, it's a huge treehouse. It's a split level, for fuck's sake. Like, Yeah, I mean, like I had to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for a split level. Yeah, and then they have the, the test. Yeah, while Rudy is trying to look out the window with binoculars. Yeah. What are the test questions he says to buy time as he doesn't wander off? Is, uh, he wants to, they want to know what are the two ways to kill a vampire? And Rudy is like, well, obviously staking them is one. And then he looks out the window, uh, through his binoculars, and you can see there is a teenage girl in a window who is starting to take off her shirt. So Rudy is just up there to spy on a girl as she changes her clothes, like a creeper. Which, you know, is not... Which in the 80s apparently was socially acceptable, but obviously is not today. And then they're like, come on, dude, what's the second? What's the second, dude? Come on, stop looking out the window. Tell us what the second way is. And he's like, uh, I don't know, daylight? And the guy's like, that, you know, it's sunlight. And everyone's like, well, what other kind of light is there during the day than sunlight? Just chill out, dude. And they're like, and they're like okay, fine. So I guess you know the two ways to kill a vampire. As you do. And then they got yeah, then they ask him how you kill the two ways to kill a werewolf. And obviously Rudy's like, silver bullet. Durr. And they're like, well, what's the other way? He's like, I don't know. Uh blowing him up. Yeah, throw him out a window and land him on a bomb and the bomb blows up and then he's dead. <laughs> That's very specific, Chris. Why that... would you say something like that? That's what they said in the film. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Um yeah, and uh, they're like, well, maybe, I guess. Yeah. They're, no one. They never really go into what the second way to kill the werewolf is. It's true. Although, while all this is happening, there's a plane, Chris, that is flying. Yeah, a cargo plane. Yep. Carrying cargo. And the plane is not called the Demeter, which makes me very sad. Understandable. Yeah. Because they hear something back there. And one of the guys goes to check it out, and they there's a box that looks a lot like, you know, a box you'd put around a coffin. It's got some writing on it that you can't really read. Yeah. And a, a big bat flies towards the guy when he goes back there. Yeah, he's like, oh, fuck. And then the bat turns into a Dracula. I'm sorry, the Dracula. Yeah, not a Dracula, the Dracula. Yeah. I gotta say... I really like this Dracula due to his propensity to fist fight people. Yeah, he's like, he'll punch a bitch. He doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I think that's hilarious. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it, I don't, it depends how much, uh, Vampire the Masquerade you've played, Chris, because, uh, punching people as a vampire is usually super effective because you're usually super strong. Well, yeah, but I mean, in the, like, I don't know. Is this Universal Monsters canon? Because it seems like it is. It wants to be, but they um, they were not. They didn't have they they didn't really have the rights to anything, which is why like Frankenstein's monster has bolts in his forehead instead of his neck, and why the creature from the Black Lagoon is called the Gill Man the whole time. 
Gilman. Yeah, Gilman. Gilberg. Gilberg. And, uh, <laughs> Sick fall. <laughs> yeah, it's like three people maybe will get that joke. <laughs> Congratulations. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, this was not... I, they worked to get licensing, and they got what licensing they could, but it was not... Um, it this is not a Marvel a Universal Monsters movie technically. Yeah. So the pilot sees the the bat, dodges yep. the bat, and then a Dracula appears. The Dracula, apologies. Yeah. Yeah. Bat turns into Dracula. The Dracula. The Dracula. And uh nice. Dracula's like, hey, what's up? I'm Dracula. And the other guy says, you're falling out of a plane because I'm pulling open the lever that drops the cargo. Yeah, and cargo is dropped, but Dracula just kind of floats for a second and then turns into a bat and fucks off. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I can fly under my own power, thanks. Yeah. So, uh, Box descends. At, you know, the, the acceleration of gravity. Yeah. Hey, there's like some kind of formula, but who cares? Three point Is it 3.2 meters per second squared? Yeah, something per second per second. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember the... I don't. I, I remember the units. I don't remember the uh, actual rate or the actual uh, number. If only we had a guy for that. Ooh, let's ask the Christians. Uh, there we go. Hey. Fun published fun paid winter and Christian who is currently away. I'll dock his fun accordingly. Yeah. Uh the so meanwhile the monster squad is down uh, on Terra Firma. Uh my brain is locked up. Hold on. Uh. <laughs> Listen to Chris's brain stutter. Uh, so we find out that uh, oh, his his mom, boss kid's mom, yeah, found the diary of fucking Van Helsing at a yard Ab- sale. Abraham Van Helsing, and the kid's like, "Cool, like this is awesome." Then he opens up and says. This isn't German. <laughs> yeah. Which is a pretty which good bit. Great. It's a great bit. I loved it. Um, and, uh, yeah. And so, and also, apparently, Boss Kid's dad is a cop. And he, and, but Boss Kid wants to go see Groundhog Day 12 or 12? some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Which apparently is a horror franchise inside this movie. And they discuss um, how the movies are dumb and how he always comes back from the grave. And then his dad's like, but sorry, buddy, we, I'm going to go to marriage counseling with your mom. And so you got to stay home and take care of Ursula. And, um, and the kid's like, that sucks. Yeah. But dad doesn't go to marriage counseling because work called. Instead, he buys bubblegum. Bazooka, zooka, bubblegum. 
And that has to go off because there's a guy at the station what says he's a werewolf and wants locked up so he doesn't yeah, he like, wolf out. He's like, lock me up. I'm a werewolf. And they're all like, well, you are struggling with us physically, so we probably could arrest you for assaulting or battery on the cop. I don't remember which is actually hitting someone. Is that battery? That makes more sense. Yeah. Um, and But instead... Uh, he gets a hold of a gun, fires it up in the air, is like, for fuck's sake, lock me up. I am a werewolf. And this other guy's like, you've got a gun. I've got a gun. I'm going to shoot you with my gun. Yeah. So, so the guy puts like six rounds rapid in him. Yeah. Which? Uh, um, 9.8 per sec- meters per second squared. That's not <sighs> right. Why is he going to say that shit not in free units? I don't know what that means. Because that's what I asked for it in. Why would you ask for it not in freedom units? Because I know the 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 SI units for it. I don't know the the Imperial units for it. Well, that doesn't help me. All I know is freedom units. <laughs> That's the problem with actually taking like physics classes in college is that you learn things in meters per second squared, not feet per second squared or yards per second squared. So in case anybody's curious, it's 9.8 meters divided by S2 point G equals GM divided by R2. So there you go. All right. So what he's saying it is great. It's 9.8 meters per second squared. Um, Oh, it also equals big G, which is the gravitational constant of the universe. Um, I forget what uh, M is mass divided by R squared, where R is the radius of the uh, planet. Huh. Yeah. I clears nothing up. <laughs> Seven. That's my guess. Yeah, nine point eight, Chris. That's the answer. Answer. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I I, get <laughs> I like science. It's fun. I like dimensional analysis. That's also fun, which is just basically converting things to other things using uh, ratios. Yeah, cool, nerd. Yep. Yep. That's all I got. That's fine. Um. Yeah. So. The guy get the the guy claiming to be a werewolf gets shot two or three times by a cop. Yeah, the coroner shows up, not eating food, which is which weird. Is weird. Yeah, thought that was like a prerequisite for uh, being a coroner. Yeah, you got to eat a sandwich while transporting a corpse. Yep. At least I do. Uh, I I enjoy uh, eating a nice fresh. A uh, loaf of bread from Klosterman's while uh, transporting a corpse. Of course, later would approve. <laughs> we need to get a sponsorship from them, Chris. We should start mentioning them every episode. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Klosterman. Klosterman's. <laughs> Do you like bread or whatever? Are you somewhere in the Ohio River Valley? <laughs> and they're nationwide. I've never heard of them before. Yeah, it's weird. We can't get a lot of sponsors. It's it's weird. It's almost like we swear a lot and talk about unpleasant things. 
What? I emailed Pabst Blue Ribbon to sponsor us. It's weird they didn't. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, I might have got drunk and done that once. That's awesome. Nothing happened. Yeah. Uh, oh, probably because of my drunk ass email, but apparently they have distribution to Indiana, Kentucky, and Ohio, Chris. I don't think you can say nationwide. I can say a lot of things. I don't make them true. Okay. Indiana, Kentucky, and Ohio. None of the states I live in. I live in one of them. Yes. It'd be weird if you lived in more than one of them. <laughs> it would be odd. <laughs> this is not the time to bring up my secret second family in Indiana. Or the fact that, you know, your house just exists right on the border. <laughs> My house exists in a constant state of flux in physical yeah, like reality. The living, the living room's in Kentucky, the dining room's in Ohio. Yeah, it's like that Five Corners place in the Southwest. Four Corners, you mean? Yeah, sure. That too. <laughs> the one that's featured in uh, Vacation. Where people like want to fuck in four states at once. Don't we all? Have you seen Vacation? The, the, Ed Helms, uh, the Ed Helms National Lampoons one? I don't know. With, uh, do you remember uh, Chris Hemsworth in it? If the answer is no, you don't. You've not seen that movie. Is that... Ed Helms, is that the one that's got the the one... The missing, the missing tooth from the Hangover movie? I maybe I've seen that. It's got him and like the he's got a there's a boy and a girl and uh yeah. the one the one chick from that show you talked the about before. Boy. I don't remember who the woman was. I don't His know. Was. That's fine. No, but Chris Hemsworth is in it and he's got a big old dong in it. I mean, that sounds like just a regular old Chris Hemsworth to me. Oh, Christina Applegate is the wife. You know, from that one show, Married with Children. Christina Applegate. That rings a bell. You, you've seen Married with Children. No, that I, that's a bit. Yes, yeah. I've seen Married with Children. <laughs> I'm <like> <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised uh, I sold that that well as drunk as I am. Like, what? Uh, no, a vacation was pretty decent. They make some. They they make they uh, make fun of some good. They they do a good twist on some of the bits from uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah, like he's rusty. He's rusty from the uh, you know the Chevy Chase one. He's the he's the the son. Huh. So he, so he decides to take his family on a vacation, on a, you know, road trip like that, and it goes just as well. Do they go to Wally World? I think they try to, yeah. Is there a gun? I don't remember if there's a gun. Oh, because I don't have a family vacation if there's no guns. Oh, okay. I live in Ohio. What do you want from me? <laughs> I don't know. I grew up in Iowa, and I can't think of a family vacation we had a gun with us. Usually because we were crossing state lines, and my dad and did, dad didn't want to have to worry about it. I don't want to commit a federal crime. I mean... All of my dad's guns were legal. They he just didn't want to have to worry about like gun laws from state to state. Yeah, my guns are legal. Yeah, it's Ohio. We barely have gun regulation. Like, <laughs> do you have I a mean, gun? Legal. Yeah. 
Although I have to worry about where I drive with my dog because stupid localities having breed restrictions. Wait, is that a real thing? Yeah. Yeah, like, there's a bunch of fucking, like, cities that have, like, you can't have a pit bull in the city or in the town or in the county or whatever. Breed selective, yeah, breed breed, breed specific legis- legislation is totally a thing. Oh, so the dog I have that I like, I can't take with me, but I can take the shitty one? You might. Isn't Toby a pity? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but he's the good one. I know, but you can take him anywhere you can. Well, what's Link? Well, he's a trash dog full of garbage and bad. <laughs> okay, yes, you can take Link anywhere, but not Toby. But but Link doesn't like anything. Yeah, well, you know what? That's why breed-specific breed legislation is stupid as fuck. I would take Toby literally anywhere. I would take Toby to a cancer ward for children, and he would be fine. I wouldn't throw Link down the stairs at a cancer ward. (laughs) Lucifer would jump up into the bed with him and just curl up with him and be like, sleep in here now. Yeah. Snuggle me. That's what he would do. That that is as violent as that dog gets. Anybody who thinks pit bulls are bad dogs just is a shithead. Yeah, they've, yeah, because Jesus Christ, like, yeah, Lucy. The worst Lucy gets is he likes to like play mouth you, like because all dogs do that though, right? Like he just like kind of like he like kind of like grab you with his mouth and be like, "Hey, let's play, let's play," and that's as that's as dangerous as that dog gets. I've have I have more scratches from his nails than I do anything from his teeth. I've never like he's never like even like come close to breaking my skin with his teeth, but he has left scratches on me because he likes to slide around in bed and just, he has no idea where his, his paws hurt people. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, breed selective legislation, fight against it, folks. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Vote yes on issue fuck link. <laughs> also, probably shouldn't try to take Porch Cat anywhere. Oh, no, don't pick up Porch Cat. Especially in your car. Porcelanta. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so back to this movie that we that we actually will talk about at some point. Um, yeah, so they're hauling away Wolfman, uh, quote unquote Wolfman, in the ambulance. Um, the cop goes back to apparently he hit Burger King on the way home. Yeah, and his. His son, Boss Kid, is watching a drive-in movie through binoculars while listening to the audio on a radio on the roof. And they're watching whatever guinea pig 17 blood and flowers or whatever. And... (laughs) It took me a second, but now I get it. It was a groundhog. I was like, oh, guinea pig? Like, is this a guinea pig reference? But I'm sure guinea, the guinea pig movies did not exist in 1987. Oh, God. I couldn't even imagine watching that on, like, a drive-in movie screen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, So, but they're, they, they bond over Burger King and a horror movie on the roof. Yeah. Also, I think it's marriage is failing, but that seems un- unimportant. Well, yeah, because he's married to his... He's like, I'm a cop. You knew what you were getting into when you married me. And she's like, yeah, but I like to see my husband from time to time and like to think that maybe I'm more important than his job. 
And he's like, I'm a cop, I'm confused. Yeah, I'm a cop. I have cognitive dissonance because of my job. I was assigned cop at birth. A cab, come on. <laughs> Meanwhile. I'm sorry. Every time I read A cab, I get confused and read it as a assigned cop at birth. <laughs> nope, not what that means. No. <laughs> Been assigned male or female at birth does AFAB and AMAB are different things than ACAB, and it's very confusing. <laughs> uh, I guess if you're ACAB, it was just... Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm trying. It's hard to be woke when everybody uses very similar acronyms. <laughs> understandably. Meanwhile, Dracula has geared up the monsters... Yeah, oh, also, a wolf man apparently actually is a werewolf. Yeah. And rips his way out of the ambulance and takes out the coroner because the coroner was not eating anything to throw at the wolf man to satisfy him. Uh, the mummy escaped the museum. At some point, like, the, the cops go to the museum and the oh, mummy's yeah, not there. There's a missing mummy at the museum. And the mummy is walking around because it is a universal movie is monster movie. Yeah. But not oh. actually a universal monsters movie. Yeah. And the, the legally distinct creature from the black lagoon is also there. Yep. And the Frankenstein's monster is there. Well, he was in the crate. Yeah. That was dropped. Looked like that was dropped. And they resurrect him by attaching wires to his forehead bolts, not his legally distinct neck bolts. And apparently Dracula's cane turns into a lightning rod if you press the right button. Yeah, he's got a lightning rod cane and a sick-ass hearse. Yep, and he uh, uses that to call lightning out of a fucking clear sky and uh, reanimate uh, Frankenstein's monster. Adam, the Promethean Man. Yeah. Like you do. Like Dr. Frankenstein did. And Dracula. And Dracula, the Dracula, yes. is looking for the amulet what was used at the beginning. Yes, because... Um, reasons. Oh, because of reasons. Um... But he also wants to sends Frankenstein's monster off to go kill the kids. Because, because they got the diary. They got Abraham Van Helsing's diary. Yeah. And so he goes off and he finds Ursula by the river all by herself, which is like a one hundo P callback to the Frankenstein movie with the little girl by the water. And I was so excited and they just cut away. And then the boys show up and she's like, I got something to show you. And then like the, the monster steps out and they all run away. And Horace like jumps into a trash can and starts to lower the trash, the lid over himself. And like the most like Benny Hill comedy way ever. Yeah. And then it turns out that, um, Ursula has charmed, uh, our, our uh, Frankenstein's monster 
and taught him things like give me a break which he can barely say and he they basically they've turned him from the bad side to the good side yeah she nailed her charisma roll yeah and then they realize that this shit's real and maybe they should try to read Abraham Van Helsing's diary so they kind of they all talk amongst themselves and try to work up the courage to go to the scary German guy's house. And then, uh, so boss kid, sidekick and Horace all decide to go. They're outside the house. And one of them is like, you go up and talk to him. Well, you go up and talk to him. Well, you go up and talk to him. They're like, how do you say, please don't kill me in German. And then like, someone says like, ich bin ein Berliner behind them and it turns out that uh it is uh the scary german guy and uh he invites them into his house and feeds them pie and pie and, and pepsi colas and pepsi colas and then translates the ger- the the german diary for them yeah i do like the fact that they never refer to this guy as anything aside from scary german guy yeah <laughs> that, that's a good bit yeah and, uh, yeah, so they eat the pie, uh, he translates the diary, it turns out, like, every hundred years, uh, this amulet can be used to destroy evil, but it also becomes vulnerable at that point, and, uh, they find out that, like, tomorrow night is the hundred year anniversary of, uh, of that, and also... He's even credited as scary German guy. Yep. Yeah. He has the no Italian, name. The Italian actor credited as scary German guy. Oh, wow. He was the, the Baron's doctor in Dune and also a cardinal in Hudson Hawk. That's amazing. What a story career. Man, I, we need to do Hudson Hawk at some point. Well, this I'll leave that wild. to you to figure out how to work that into the rotation. That is a, it's a wild fucking movie. It is a wild fucking movie. There's also a Nintendo game about it. Really? Yeah, there's a Hudson Talk officially licensed Nintendo game. Um, it's complete I, garbage. Does it have you speak to dolphins at any point? Uh, no, no. Imagine if you were tasked to make a Hudson Hawk Nintendo game? I have no fucking clue how I would do that. Exactly. They didn't either. I would clone Pitfall. Uh, nope. That's what I would do. I would just clone Pitfall and call it Hudson Hawk and call it a day because nothing else is getting any closer. Fair. Love that movie, though. It's such a good movie. Is it? I mean, it's a it's a bad movie, but it's such a good movie. Fair. That is our wheelhouse. Yeah. So yeah, listeners, if you haven't seen Hudson Hawk, maybe consider watching Hudson Hawk. Yeah, or it's maybe... Bruce, it's got, what, Bruce Willis, mm-hmm. um, Sandra Bernhard, uh, Richard E. Grant, um, Andy McDowell, uh, David Caruso, Danny Aiello, the scary German guy from this movie, I think that's all the big names. Uh, it's 
Yeah, okay. If we're gonna go with Danny Aiello as a big name, then sure. I mean, that's like the biggest. <laughs> I'm just saying, like those are all the names I could think of. Those are the names. <laughs> oh, it's so. Oh man, it's such a wild and wacky movie. I love it. Um, but yes, Chris, why don't you uh, tell us more about stuff while I am silent for a, a few minutes? Never. Oh, wait, no, I'll do that. So the kids are all trying to figure out what to do now on account of the amulet and so forth. We're treated to a montage as they get their various monster elimination tools ready. Rudy, the cool kid, you remember him? You know, with the smoking and whatnot. His job is to make wooden stakes and silver bullets. Which kudos to him for knowing how to make a bullet. I didn't know how to make a bullet at that age. I was much older. The rest of the team is training uh, Frankenstein's monster. Getting the translations working on the what you call it diary and their plan is to gear up split up to stop the uh, apocalypse I guess I'm not 100% sure what to call it you mean like where the the bad guys destroy the amulet, which is pure good, so that the evil can take over the world? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Apocalypse works. So they they split up. They've montaged their weapons. Yep. Uh, Rudy was uh, belt sanding stakes and stealing bows and arrows. Like you do. Yep. Uh, um, that was really the only weapon montage I remember. Yeah, that, that's the only montage. Hmm. And then they need to split up. So have they got? Did they have they gotten their virgin yet? No, they're they. That's when they split up. Okay. Rudy and have, Sidekick are gonna go look for a virgin. Yeah, which is funny to me because they're, they're twelve. Virgin. Yeah, I. The thing is, like, I guess. Technically, German is a ger- German is a gendered language, so they probably used the word for a female virgin, but they never said that in the script. So the whole time I was like, "Why? Like these are all virgins? Why are they looking for one?" But it, it turns out they probably need a female virgin. Yeah, and it turns out that Sidekick's sister is a virgin. Is a virgin? Yes. That was was that the. Was Psychic Sister the one that uh, Rudy was trying to get a naked picture? Oh, it was the one they were trying to get a naked picture of. Because yeah. they used the topless picture of her to blackmail her into doing it because they're terrible. Yeah, they're kind of shit. But I guess, it's, I mean... It's, it, the, it's the other place... Okay, so that's one of the three places where their 80s are showing. The bad F-bomb was one. Mm-hmm. This is the other. And then the adding the oid suffix to things to make it an insult. Yeah. As the other uh, big 
uh, the big third 80s uh, transgression they make. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess in fairness, if you're looking at the destruction of the entire world, little blackmail's not so bad, he says. Maybe? I mean, do ends justify means, Chris? Let's not get into that, because that is a whole philosophical philosophical discussion neither one of us is qualified to make, and our listeners will probably be too bored to listen to. Yeah, I guess. You know, needs is the many, needs is the few, all that. Exactly. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few, according to Mr. Spock, Star Trek movie number two, The Wrath of Khan. Yeah. He dies. He dies. He comes back in three. I saw that in the theater. It was fun. My mom liked Star Trek a lot. Or so still does, but... Well, presumably. Well, yeah. I mean, she's still alive, so she still likes Star Trek. So they split up with Team uh, Virgin going one way and Team Talisman going the other. Yes. Like you do? Yeah, I mean, because you got to have the Virgin and you got to have the Talisman, so if you get both at once, then you can, you know, it's more efficient time-wise, Chris. And also, you always split the party. We learned that in RPGs. That's true. Always split the party whenever possible. It's weird, though, because like in, computer, in JRPGs, it's a good thing, because that usually means you can use all of your 8 or 12 characters at once, just in different ways. But like in a tabletop RPG, it's usually a terrible idea. A bad call. Yeah. So T. Virgin goes to find Sister, where they be- she begrudgingly accepts. Yep. And team uh, not Virgin Hunt. They go to 666 Shadow Brook Lane. A little on the nose, but... Yeah. Which is fine. It's fine. Uh, but, but they're chased by a mummy on the way there. Yeah, because... Well, no, they're there first. Are they? They go there first, and that's when the Frankenstein's monster oh, yeah. gets collapsed. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So they go, they go to the house. The house falls on Frankenstein's monster. They try to rescue him, but he uh, is trapped there. And then the Wolfman attacks, and uh, Horace is trying to defend himself against the Wolfman. And the boss kid's only idea is to kick the Wolfman in the nards. And Horace is like, "Does Wolfman have nards?" And the boss kid's like, I don't fucking know. Just kick him in the nards. And so Horace kicks him in the nards. And Wolfman collapses to the ground, clutching his groin. And he's like, Wolfman has nards. Which is probably the most famous saying from this movie. And the thing that I knew the most about this movie. Thanks to a little online video game. Which I will not name. Because the uh, the creator of that video game has had some... Uh, has had some... Assorted, uh, a tarnished history. Um, even though one of the our beloved hot doggies probably wrote that fucking uh line in the game, so I salute you for that, Josh. But, um, art and the yeah, artist, so Wolf- man, art and the artist, yeah. Wolfman has nards, that's the important thing, yeah. 
And so, but they, they continue on into the house, uh, unfortunately unable to save the Frankenstein's monster from the falling vestibule. <laughs> Was it a vestibule? I don't know. It's a foyer. Okay, sure. Uh, insert your favorite architectural term here. Yeah. Whatever your liminal, your liminal entrance space for a house you want to call, that's what falls on him. I just like shifferobe. It's not a has to do with the house. I just like the word shifferobe. It is a fun word. I like credenza. Oh, that's that's pretty good too. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Also, not an entry space into a house. But. Nope. Now we're on furniture, but that's fine. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and so they continue on until they find uh, Chekhov's amulet inside a spot in the house. Yeah, they, they do some literal Hardy around. Boy shit. Yeah, they're chased around by, like, Dracula's brides, Dracula himself. The and the Wolfman. And the Wolfman. Until they get there. it's It doesn't matter. It's fine. It's fun. It's fun, and it's fine. So they get the amulet, and then they yep. escape, and scary German guy happens to show up with Team Virgin in tow. Yep. And they drive them out of there, but the mummy apparently can just run at car speed. Yeah, which is pretty impressive for a thing that doesn't have muscle. And especially for a thing that's just is like shambling around most of the time, like dragging its foot, like Yeah, it's reanimated dust and bandages. I'm impressed. Yeah. And so uh Rudy takes his bow and shoots one of the arrows through the attaches one of the bandages to the arrow shoots it into a tree and as they drive away as it as the mummy's clutching the vehicle it just like unravels the mummy yeah and i watch it and i go this is equal parts a really good idea and the stupidest shit i have ever seen it's like one of those things where it's like we're going to metaphorically destroy it so it works but yeah. it looks dumb as shit on TV. <laughs> yeah, it's a real Tom and Jerry ass shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those things where like, oh well, obviously you unravel the mummy to to you know to rid it of its power, but this looks stupid as fuck. <laughs> and they uh, uh, they tell they go to they have to go to church. But meanwhile. Dad has been informed by the werewolf. Yes. Of what's going on. Cop dad. Yeah. Yeah, because the werewolf, he's kind of a tweener. He's not really. So we have like the Frankenstein's monster is team monster squad, which we should just call ourselves monster pod from now on, Chris. Can we do that? Is that is that a thing? Can we just rename ourselves? Is there, uh... another, is there another podcast called monster pod? That seems like I mean, work, so my answer is tentatively no, but... Oh, there's someone who can do that work for us for just a small amount of fun. That's true. And, um... Yeah, so... So they... The cop dad... Yeah. Cop, yeah, and he's like the tweener werewolf's like, hey, you know, they're trying to kill your son. Come to this place, and they tells me to go to six 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 Shady Brook Lane or whatever. But on the way there, they get passed by the the jeep 
with all the kids in it. No, they get phased home. through by the the Dracula's hearse. Hearse, yeah. And they're like, huh, this seems like maybe we should follow that instead. So they follow the hearse, which is going to Cop Dad slash Boss Kid's house. Sla- oh, yes. Yeah, that's right. It goes to the house first. Yeah. yeah. Where Dracula shows up first mm-hmm. with his bag full of dynamite, you know, like yes. the Dracula does. Yeah, I mean, he impales people on stakes and blows them up with dynamite. Those are the two defining characteristics of uh, Vlad the Impaler slash Exploder. Vlad the Exploder. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible porn name. <laughs> I'm Vlad the Exploder. Guess what I do? <laughs> uh, there, There is something about the fact that there is a Dracula using dynamite that I find just fucking charming. It's so good. Again, this is like a Vampire the Masquerade character. This is not uh, a fucking Bram Stoker's Dracula character. <laughs> yeah, it's real dumb, but it's real good. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Dracula blows up the treehouse uh, symbolically, I guess. I'm not 100% sure what the yeah. end game was there. I don't know. He was hoping someone was in it, I guess. And then Cop Dad shows up. The Dracula explodes the cop car with his partner in it with dynamite. Yeah. Oddly enough, and, and of course, it was a black partner because you got to kill the black guy first in a movie because it's the 80s. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, also, Chris, apparently Christian says there is at least one podcast called Monster Pod. So we are not allowed to use that. I also know, I know for a fact there's one called Pseudopod, so we cannot use that either. What about Monster Pod 2 Electric Boogaloo? All right, let me ask. Why does at P bring up Horse Lanta? That's weird. At P Horse Lanta? Yeah. <laughs> Probably Podcast Brett is his handle. Pahorse. Um, yeah, Pahorse. Um, force. Force Lanta. Um, For- force Lanta. Uh, what about... Uh, Monster Pod 2 Electric Boogaloo. There we go. Oh, apparently they do RPG spooky stuff. Maybe they don't do horror movies like we do. Nerds. Yeah. Who would do who would do RPG stuff? Yeah. Bunch of dorks. 100% me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so... Um, Everybody convenes drag- at the church. Yeah, because they need holy ground, because they're going to use the amulet of... the talisman of ultimate good to uh, defeat uh, Dracula and his monster friends, who are the embodiment of evil. Yeah. So they show up at the church. Um, the monster squad assembles, like much like the Avengers... They're going to keep the monsters at bay while uh, the virgin reads the German uh, word she needs to activate the talisman. Also, Christian says 
Uh, he was just going to say that one is open, uh, with that being Monster Pod 2, Electric Boogaloo, but Legally Dicey if you're looking to start one by that name. Well, it's the closest thing to a lawyer we have. Yep, I said it. We always take legal advice from you. That's true. Chris is, uh, Christian has never said I anal, so... Yet. Yeah. That would be I am not a lawyer, yeah, the acronym. Oh, okay. Yeah. That tracks. That's also probably I don't, true. I, I have no idea about Christian's sex life, so I'm not going to comment on that. But I, he has never said he is not a lawyer. Seems like a thing he should probably say at some point. Probably, but I'm not going to ask him. We're just going to leave that in limbo. Speaking of limbo, uh, they're trying to activate the amulet to draw all the monsters into limbo, Chris. Yeah, because it turns out when you activate the amulet, it turns into a, like a big suction portal like a black hole for a vortex yeah i guess so for everything though not just monsters but like park benches and cops and and random passers by yeah and so they start yeah so their uh monster squad is trying to hold off the monsters while virgin squad is trying to read the uh, the German words. Although we find out, Chris, there's a problem with the Virgin Squad. Yeah, it turns out that uh, the Virgin, not so virgin Hey, Steve doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I don't, what is that? I mean, like, is she a technical virgin? Or does she just like, I, we, what? Why doesn't he count? So many questions that seem wildly huge. inappropriate to pose. It's a giant plot hole involving a teenage girl's sex life. Yeah, which is cool, because I want to get on a list. Yeah. <laughs> was it butt it's stuff? A, I don't know. That's, that's the I first thing that pops into my mind. Did that's, you do butt that's stuff? That's why I said, like, technical virgin. Yeah, that's nope. why it doesn't count. I'm going to take yeah. this one head on for the team. Horse Land is not, not here to get on a list, so... Probably not the best use of words there, Chris. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so instead, they 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 enlist Ursula to uh, to read the German, which is basically just scary German guy reading the words in German and Ursula repeating them. True. And as all this is going on, Rudy has taken out the uh, Dracula brides. Yes, with uh, stakes to the heart. Yeah. Uh, cop dad showed up and he's to blame because he gives love a bad name. I mean, cop dad did shoot the, the bat, but he did not shoot the other. No. Yeah. He did not shoot the Dracula. <laughs> he did. He shot Dracula in bat form, which fucked him up apparently, which is weird. Yeah. He shot the bat, but he did not shoot the Dracula shot in the bat. Yeah, Rudy, uh, do sake to the hearts, and he's to blame. Um, Wolfman starts running around attacking people. They get him into a sporting goods store. Well, so that was when Cop Dad shot the bat. The bat crashes into the sporting goods store. Yeah, like in a half human, half bat form. Yeah, and he's like all a fucked up. Bat. Yeah, the Wolfman shows up. Dad has dynamite now because fuck you. I think he grabbed it from Dracula's hearse at some point. 
sure. Maybe. Why not? It came from it's somewhere. A, Why not there? It's a turnabout. It's a turnabout play. It's fine. Yeah. Narratively, it's okay. He shoves a uh, lit dynamite down Wolfman's pants and kicks him out the window where he explodes. Yeah, which is why it was funny they got so specific about like blowing up the werewolf with dynamite in the uh, earlier part of the movie. Yeah. That's why I asked you if you were doing a bit, because I couldn't remember what they actually said, and it was very close to what happened in the movie. So, foreshadowing. He explodes, the wolfman, but yeah, then is reassembled. He reconstitutes because it wasn't a silver bullet. It was a, a non-silver dynamite. And now we're... Most of the monsters have been... Some of the monsters were down the mummy. We're down the mummy. Uh, Gilman comes up from Gilbert comes up from the sewers and gets shot a bunch of times. Well, Gilbert comes up. The cops on the scene try to billy club him. Doesn't work. Uh, Horace steals, or I guess uh, gets. Let's say appropriates. He appropriates a shotgun from a downed cop. Oh, yeah. And gets backed up into, like, a comic book store where uh, bullies are hiding. And they still call him Fat Kid. And he's like, my name is fucking Horace. And then shoots, like, Gilbert. Yeah, <laughs> cracks one into the fucking chamber on that shotgun. <laughs> and then wastes the goddamn legally distinct creature from the Black Gilbert. Lagoon. Legally, legally distinct Gilbert. And then they're all like, "Sick, bro." Yeah, you're you're awesome. I would eat your ground candy bars anytime. Uh, Wolfman reconstitutes and starts attacking cops yeah. by Rudy. And Rudy finds a cop gun, takes the the bullets out of it, and puts in the uh, previously montaged silver bullets that they made out of someone, some lady's uh, silver service. Yeah, they stole a bunch of silverware. Silver spoons. Yeah, like that show. Yeah. With Rudy Giuliani in it. And Rudy takes out the wolfman. The wolfman's like, oh, fuck, thank God. Yeah, I'm tired of being a fucking werewolf. Yeah, this shit was weak, son. Yeah, like, I mean, who wants to, like, three days of every month just turn into, like, a raging killing machine? And have no control over it. Yeah, I mean, want if I want to become a, if I'm going to become like a walking killing machine, I'd like to have control over who I'm killing. Yeah, at least be able to aim that shit. Because I got a list. Not gonna say who's on the list, but I got a list. Oh, I'm nominally concerned. Ah, uh, you're fine, Chris. I, I I need someone to record my podcast. Oh, thank God, a list I'm not on, finally. <laughs> Horse Lanta, though, not necessary. <laughs> yeah. <Damn>. Expendable. <laughs> Maybe you should bring more than just horse puns and anger. <laughs> what? That guy? Never. Horse noise. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> Why did I do that? Horse noise. <laughs> I have no one to blame but myself for that. I mean, which is better, Chris? N- no. 
That's... Well, I don't like yeah. your thematically appropriate soundboard noises. <laughs> uh, so we've we've uh, taken out Gilberg, we've taken out Werewolf, we've taken out uh, Mummy. That leaves the Dracula. Yeah. And, and Scary German Guy is actively making some progress on the whole... He's- He's coaching Ursula through the whole thing, and apparently Ursula's pronunciation of German is way better than uh, Kick the Sidekick's sister's pronunciation. Yeah, which well, actually, no, there is one other person in Monster Squad we have never mentioned, and that is Eugene. I don't even fucking remember who that is. Eugene was the kid in the Robotech pajamas. Oh, the one that wrote the letter to the goddamn army. army. He's like, hey, we need the army here because there's monster. <laughs> they show up. That's so fucking stupid. And like, he's like, there's a monster in my closet. And the dad's like, hey, monsters, get the fuck out of this room. Hey, there's no monsters here now. Ah, see, it's fine. Opens up the closet. There's a mummy sitting and standing in the closet. The guy doesn't turn around and look. He's like, look, see? No monsters! And closes the door. He's like, yeah, see? It's fine. There's no monsters here, Eugene. You're fine. And leaves. And meanwhile, Eugene's like, there's a fucking mummy in my closet. What do I do? <laughs> Definitely a monster in there. Uh, that didn't help anything. It I actually made wearing it... Robotech pajamas. Me and my Robotech pajamas are a match for this mummy. So now we're uh, at Dracula's trying to interrupt the uh, the uh, uh, Ursula speaking German. Yeah, he yeah. fucking key blasts the goddamn scary German guy. Yeah, and then he grabs Ursula by the chin and like lifts her up like her head and neck and support her entire body. Yeah. Calls her a bitch, which is super fucking weird. Yeah, because she's like six. <laughs> yeah, he's like you fucking bitch, and I'm like, whoa, yeah. Dracula. Whoa, yeah, yeah. Just dial it down, dude. You're like here. We need you like down here. <laughs> yeah, like I get the stakes are high, but did you have to call the literal five year old a bitch? That seems <laughs> weird. Apparently, that girl was also supposed to be cast on Basic Instinct. <laughs> what? And gave it up for Monster Squad. <laughs> Holy shit! I don't know shit. why you would cast. I don't know why you would cast a little girl on Basic Instinct, but apparently she that was offered to her, and she said, "No, I'm gonna do." That. Well, her I'm sure her parents, because you know she's like six. Her parents said, "No, we're gonna do Monster Squad instead." So you know, like Chef's kiss to that people. <laughs> yeah, good call. <laughs> What part of Basic Instinct required a goddamn five-year-old? I don't know. I'm not sure I've ever actually seen Basic Instinct. I don't know if I have now you say that. All I know I've about Basic the... Instinct is you can see some twatter in it. I the only I think I saw a Sharon Stone movie with one of the Baldwins where he was recording her. That was Sliver. Was Sliver. That is the one I've seen. I don't think I've seen Basic Instinct. <laughs> I only know Sliver because it's got that uh, UB40 song in it. Red Red Wine? Uh, 
No, I can't help falling in love, I think. Oh, okay, yeah, I can't help falling. Yeah, that's the other UB40 song. <laughs> yeah, unless yeah. somebody else knows one, because I don't think there are any more. Not that I'm aware of. And I don't want to know if I'm wrong, so don't tell me. Yeah, please. Just, no, listeners, tell Chris he's wrong. No. Yeah. No. Now, listeners, you know what you feel in your hearts. Do what's best. Tell Chris he's wrong. Yeah, follow your heart. Don't fucking say it. <laughs> Horse Lanta will tell you you're wrong. Horse Lanta says a lot of shit. He does say a lot of stuff. It's crazy. Horse noise. <laughs> it's <laughs> as relevant now as it had ever been. Horse noise. Yep. The cricket is distracting, I will say that. <laughs> it really is. We'll have to get, a clean, get a clean take <laughs> of that. Exactly, yep. Otherwise. Exactly. Or the, the other horse noise. Yeah, we have oh. entirely too many horse noises at our disposal. Yeah. Three. A good three horse noises. Oh, we're so part. bad at this. Eh, it's fine. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, so, so Dracula like picks uh, Ursula up by her chin, and mm-hmm. then and calls her a bitch. Um, she screams because she's scared, as a six-year-old would be, or a five-year-old, whatever the fuck she is. Um, someone attacks Dracula. Frankenstein. The monster, not the doctor. Oh, yeah. Frankenstein's monster's like, oh, yeah, I, I freed myself because you all suck. Yeah, you and just I'm, left me there, you fucking assholes. But I'm going to protect my friend because what you're doing is bogus. That was so fucking dumb. <laughs> bogus. Uh, bogus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, give me a break, Chris. Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. Smell bad. Yeah, so Frankenstein's monster shows up, saves her from the Dracula, mm-hmm. but the Dracula grabs Boss Kid. Yep. Boss Kid. And, then, and the vortex opens up. Yeah, the vortex is full on now. And so everything's getting sucked in. Homeless people, DeLoreans, um, monsters. Benches, dead cops. Yeah, homeless guys with papers over, newspapers over them. Um, and then, you know, clock towers. Uh, fucking Van Helsing comes out of the vortex and grabs Dracula and gets him to drop <laughs> Boss Kid. He gives him a thumbs up. Gives Boss Kid a fucking thumbs up. But like his thumb is like super long. Like, like that was like the weirdest part was like this guy's thumb was like way longer than it should be. The thumbs up is just fucking chef's kiss on the yeah. top of all this nonsense. Yeah, and he grabs Dracula and's like, "Fuck you, Dracula! I'm out." Thumbs up to the good guys. Yeah, and he's like, "Yo, peace to my homies," and. And then dra- then uh, Frankenstein's monster starts getting dragged in because he is still tec- technically a monster. But, I mean, the Vortex doesn't give a shit. 
The vortex, no, the vortex is dragging everything in. Yeah, it's sucking everything in. But it sucks Frankenstein's monster and He's like, hey, I love you guys. Bye. Yeah, but he got a stuffed animal, so it's fine. Yeah, he got, he got, he got fluffy. It's okay. And then the military shows up because that yeah. kid wrote him a fucking dumb shit letter. And it was like misspelled in everything, which it was, was the best part. It was misspelled. Where did he send it to? Did he just send know. it to like one, two, three military road? Like, <laughs> how did that kid military, find an address? It was like nearest military based APB or APO. Five two six nine, and just like let it go. And they they rolled in with like tanks and shit. It wasn't just like a guy. Yeah, they're like, "Where's the monsters?" And Eugene's like, "Oh, uh, we kind of just took care of them. Sorry, buddy." Yeah, and then Boss Kid's like, "Hey, let me give you my business card because at some point during all this, we had the time to make business cards." <laughs> no, that was in the montage. The montage they like photo like me. No, it wasn't even a photograph machine. It was a. It wasn't. It, it was a mimeograph machine. They mimeographed a bunch of business cards and cut them with like the big like handled slicer. Th- things from like school you know i have one i have i have two of those don't ask have you ever ripped them off and used them as a weapon not yet handle off if you rip the handle off you can use it as a weapon as told to us by uh the movie the faculty chris if you use every paper cutter no don't no no yep you can not doing it we're not we're not going back down this road every alien invasion alien ever that way Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> yeah, y'all could fuck all. No, I would. Yeah, so no, they use the. Yeah, so it's one of those like with the long arm where you bring it down and it slices the paper. Yeah, they use that to cut out business cards like during the montage, Chris. That sounds like a thing I overlooked. You probably had flashbacks to the faculty and just like blacked it out. I do blackout often during the podcast. At least. <laughs> Especially when anything references the faculty. And that's that's this. We're done. We did it. Yeah, Dracula's dead. So, Chris, what did you think of this movie? This movie... Requested? This I like this movie. I believe, uh, as you put it, it's the Goonies, but horror. Yeah. I... It's a kids movie, but it's it's fun. Have you shown it to your daughter yet? Not yet. I mean, your youngest daughter. Not yet. I should qualify. I should qualify that. You should. Has your oldest daughter has your oldest daughter seen it yet? Fair question. I'm actually not sure. Yeah, you should make sure Jane sees it. It's fun. If, if, if Skin the Marine caused her to make a song, maybe Monster Squad would cause her to make a song. Everybody should watch this. I mean, unequivocally, not often where I say everybody should watch the thing, but it's fun. It's fun. It's kind of goofy, but it's got heart. It's it's a movie they don't make anymore. This kind of movie. This is a kid's movie, but it also is kind of creepy. It's kind of scary. It's just a good time. 
yeah, there's your usual something of this vintage problem stuff. But that's just how it goes in this particular genre. There's some shit that doesn't fly these days in it. It's fine. It's fine. Don't get don't make it weird, man. It's fine. Maybe they said some F slurs. Maybe Dracula called a five year old girl a bitch for no particular reason. <laughs> if you can overlook that, it's a good time. That's almost that's almost the worst part of it too. It is like, so weird that they made that choice. Yeah, like dropping the F like dropping the bad F bomb. Okay, like it's the eighties, I understand. But like calling a five year old girl a bitch. Yeah. What? And to her face, like grabbing her by the scruff of the neck and just screaming bitch in her face is so weird. But overall, weird 80s shit notwithstanding, it's fun. It's a fun little romp. It. The pacing's good. Everything, it's, it's just fun. It's fun, man. Just have fun with it. Just watch it. Have a good time. Watch it with your kids or somebody else's kids or abduct a child off the street and give it a go. <laughs> Wait. No, not the last thing. Yeah, no. Well, give it a go, but don't abduct a child off the street. Yeah, maybe not that. But otherwise, I say it's fun. Give it a watch. It's oddly hard to find on streaming. It's on Paramount Plus. Yeah, but who the fuck has Paramount Plus? I do. Yeah, I but who the Star Trek shows? Uh, okay, so who who isn't a big dork that has Paramount Plus? Uh, mm. oh, I have Paramount Plus. God damn it! You're a big dork, Chris. You're a big dork. Don't don't even act. Don't don't play like you're not a big dork. Yeah. Oh yeah. A... The way the way they use the word dork for dick in this movie is fucking charming. That's wild. Was that a thing people did back then? I think so. Doink is also a word that I heard like ten, like five years later for that. I mean, I'm going to call it dork for the rest of my life now. Yeah, just dorking people. Just going to go, you know, just dork your wife whenever you feel like it. No comment. Well, you you both feel like it probably would be the best way to phrase that. Okay, yeah, that's good. Let's add consent to that mix. Yeah. Yeah, consent's good. Yeah, consent consent is good. I appreciate that. So you give this a thumbs up, Chris. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, watch it. It's real good. Yeah. Super good. So Troy, what do you think of this movie? Uh so um since apparently I do a good horse lanta impression, which was weird. Um uh the last episode, not this one or two episodes ago, not this one. I had never seen this before. I mean I knew the whole Wolfman had Nards line. But other than that, I didn't know anything about this movie. It was super fun. It was it it is a kids movie, but it is like one of the it's a kid movie kids movie I would have appreciated as a kid because it didn't hold back too much. It held back just enough. Like they don't need to like show me like fucking like gore splatters and you know eyeballs popping out and people ripping hearts out of e- of each other or whatever people being bisected by chainsaws in, you know, uh, weird apartment buildings by clowns, anything like that. But like it was, it was still 
I mean, it was it was good. I I enjoyed it thoroughly. So I would I don't really have too much to say about this that I haven't already said during the podcast. It's it's well done. For a scary kids movie, it is well done. And I think everyone should watch it. And I can't comment on if you have kids because I don't and so I don't understand how kids work too much. But as a kid, I would have really enjoyed this. So I'd say thumbs up. What are you watching next time, Chris? I don't remember. Uh, it is a uh, movie called They Come Knocking, which is from the Hulu Into the Dark series. And it was suggested by a man on a Discord server that I know as Choke or Choking Hazard. Yeah, either way. Choke is slightly less weird to me because Choking Hazard sounds vaguely dirty. Ah, uh, I don't have that problem. No. Your wife might, though. Oh, no, I assure you. <laughs> so what if other people would like to whatever the fuck's supposed to happen right now well they could go to our discord server how would they like to request movies to us Chris is that what you're saying how, how our listeners like to request movies for us to watch yeah sure is that what you're asking we'll go with uh, that well, they, could, they could go to discord.slarsprincess.com and then go to the hashtag uh, movies requests or movie requests uh channel and request movies where I need to update a couple uh, for Mr. Green and Kylie. And after that, I'll, I'll update theirs. They could also email us at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com or reach us, reach out to us on Facebook where we're slaughterhouse princess. Uh, X is going to be dead at some point, probably because Elon Musk doesn't understand how social media works. And, and uh, you can also go to r slash shp podcast where at least I will see what you post. No one does other than the uh, automated uh, bot that posts our episodes there. But if you do, I will I will see it and I will attempt to respond in a meaningful manner. Uh, otherwise, if you want to listen to us, you're already listening to us. So why the fuck do I tell you how to listen to us somewhere else? Um. And if you'd like to support us financially, you could go to patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com or store.slaughterhouseprincess.com or you can get your lovely uh, Slaughterhouse Princess um, travel tumbler or your Nib Orp t-shirt. Yeah. Both of which are amazing. Or your your uh, literally comically large Slaughterhouse Princess uh, tapestry. All of those things are available to you, our loyal listeners. Yes. So come back next and, time for that thing you said. Uh, they come knocking. And while their podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Bye. Good, you froze for me again. Lovely.